Yo, ho, 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 motherfuckers. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We are on episode 31, and this is your weekly recap show. I go through all of the major shows of WWE and AEW, go through everything that happened on the shows, give out some reviews, some thoughts, some thanks, all that great stuff, and of course, at the end, we put the little cherry on top, I give out my three-star awards, where I give out three stars for my three favorite matches of the week, sometimes, usually, almost always, I'll give out a couple shout-outs as well for good matches that I thought were very close to making the cut, but did not, so... Yeah, if you missed a couple shows this week, obviously it's uh, it's a very busy uh, holiday week for most people, so there's a good chance maybe you missed a show or two, so why not, uh, you know, instead of watching a three-hour Raw, why don't you just watch the, the Raw segment, my recap of Raw, and you can uh, get, get the gist of it in like 10, 15 minutes tops, okay? Anyway, if you're, uh, that's, I don't know, if you've already been here, you probably already know what the hell this show's about but uh if you're new here this is what yeah anyway let's um (laughs) let's kick into the recap as always we're going to start off with raw they're in iowa this week and it starts off with the bloodline they send a message to kevin owens roman saying they ain't going anywhere they are going to use their resources okay it's it's a little cryptic but uh all right bloodline beating down mustafa because, of course, I mean, Mustafa's always getting his ass kicked every single week. Bloodline has officially invaded Monday Night Raw. Oh, dear. Here we go. So we got Street Profits with Tazawa versus uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest with Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. Dom is wearing sunglasses, really selling the eye injury that he got last week from taking the mist in his eyes. Mommy, my eyes. Oh, buddy. That was so funny last week. Match is going on, and then a video shows Bloodline beating up Mr. Chase for some reason. I don't know why he's here. Uh, <laughs> he's he's an NXT guy, but uh, he's here on Monday Night Raw. I caught that. I caught that. Uh, anyway, that's weird, but they crack a guitar over Elias's back. That was a wicked shot, by the way. That was probably didn't feel very good. Dawkins going to work on the hot tag. Tazawa throws a drink in in Dominic's eyes during a brief window when Dom didn't have his protective sunglasses on. Oh, oh, the tragedy. Ford rolls up pin and wins. It's a solid match, you know, entertaining finish. I like the the drink spot. Rhea flips out on Tazawa, clocks him in the mouth. He drops, and then she demands a fight right here, right now. You and me, Tazawa, Rhea Ripley... Versus Tazawa. Oh, buddy. Everyone in in the arena right now is turned on. I'm turned on. Let's fucking do this match. Rhea Ripley versus Akira Tazawa. Female versus male. Let's do this. Tazawa cannot punch a woman because it's a WWE thing. They just don't do that. But Rhea blasts Tazawa in the head with a boot. Unreal selling right there from Tazawa. Gotta give him a thumbs up. Profits do a big flipping dive to take out Judgment Day. Tazawa misses the huge senton. Riptide and Ripley picks up the W. A couple of botches in that match, but I don't know. I still found it very entertaining. I loved Rhea in this match. She just, like, do I don't know. She just wants to be hit. She's just being a badass. I really like Rhea Ripley right now. I hope we get more uh, Rhea Ripley versus male talents in the future. Because, I mean, honestly, it works. 
If you if you if you look at Rhea Ripley, she's a big woman. Uh, she's muscular. She's strong. She's badass, and it's believable that she would be able to kick someone's ass like Tazawa. And pretty much any male opponent, I would say, should be able to get into the ring with. Aside from like you know Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, those guys are just they're just inhuman. Like oh, there's not very many people in the world that could pair up against those men. I mean, geez, that's not that's not being disrespectful. Anyway, moving on. Adam Pierce backstage. MVP wants to talk to him about Bobby Lashley. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes, please, please. But that'll have to wait. Pierce has to leave in a hurry to deal with some bloodline shit. So damn it. They're gonna put that on the back burner. But maybe they've been listening. Let's bring back freaking the hurt business. So uh absolutely. As long as MVP is asking about Bobby Lashley, I am very interested. So uh sadly we're gonna have to wait till next week. But uh, don't forget about this. Please don't forget about this. Anyway, moving on, the OC with AJ Styles and Mia Yim versus Alpha Academy. Uh, cool dog pile slam from Alpha Academy. I like that move right there. Thumbs up. Got the magic killer from the OC. They pick up the W. Honestly, a very mediocre match. Starting to feel like WWE is not the best place for Gallows and Anderson. They're like super watered-down versions of themselves and other places that i've seen them this is like the most just yeah they just seem really locked down and and not being able to do what they normally do in other companies they're okay in the ring like they're just not my favorite honestly in the ring i mean gallows was really slow otis was even slower just no spark in this match found it quite boring thumbs down Bloodline attacks everybody after the match to punish them for that absolute waste of of time of a match. Uh, Good job right here, Bloodline. Uh, Thank you for that. Thumbs up. Now, Bloodline hijacking the show completely now. They have taken over the ring. Adam Pearce and a bunch of the brass, security, all that jazz. They're standing there just doing absolutely nothing. Then eventually they get walked out, but AJ Styles jumps Uh, The Bloodline out of nowhere. AJ demands a match against one of the Bloodline members. Adam Pearce says you can have Sami Zayn later on tonight. Alright, that that should be okay. We got Bliss and Bianca. They're getting interviewed. Bianca doesn't trust Bliss anymore. Bliss explains that Bray messed her head up. She went through therapy and now she doesn't know who she is anymore. But she wants that title. That's like the one thing she's sure of. She wants that women's title. So uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Tension builds, and then Alexa Bliss smashes a, gla- a glass vase, or a vase, if you will, over Bianca's head. Holy holy crap. Hell yeah, Alexa, that was awesome. Honestly, that might have been the best thing I've seen from her in a, in a long time. I really liked Alexa's delivery on that promo. She sounded like she was talking straight up from the heart, real experiences. She more than likely probably has been going through some real mental struggles over the last while who knows like probably everybody has it's been a really wild last couple years so uh very believable i really enjoyed her delivery here and um yeah just that the heel spot of course smashing the glass vase or vase over her head i like that good stuff great job right here and i'm gonna give her a thumbs up now we got the ladder match the miz versus dexter loomis this is for just a big old amount of money Dexter superplexes Miz while balancing on uh, a ladder that he had, like, propped up in the corner. Impressive uh, display of balance right there. Thumbs up. Dexter almost ends Miz's nuts dropping a ladder, like, right in front of his freaking ball sack, man. That had me like, oh, God. But, uh, (laughs) um... 
Then he just kicks the ladder right into his nuts. So just, <laughs> just a really funny spot right there. Thumbs up. They both take a, a little tumble off of the ladder into the ropes. You know, nothing like the old TLC matches back in the day, but, you know, understandable. Miz pins Loomis in between a ladder, throws a bunch of chairs, even an office chair. That looked quite painful when he threw that on him. Loomis dives off the ladder, misses, and puts himself through the announce table later on. Miz goes for the money. Loomis able to stop him, but then out of nowhere... Bronson Reed returns. Okay, uh, interesting, interesting return right here. Uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit more into that. Uh, Bronson helps the Miz grab the cash. Miz wins here. It's an absolute boo factory in Iowa. It was an all right ladder match. You know, pretty pretty slow pace. The high spots weren't like crazy. Like obviously the table spot was good, and uh, the ending was predictable. That like the Miz was going to get into some shenanigans, but did not see the return of Bronson Reed. He's been, um, I don't know, he's been popping in and around Impact. He's kind of been inconsistently showing up uh, there. I, I believe he was going by Jonah over there, something like that. Uh, pretty decent, pretty big player over there in Impact. I, I was kind of hoping for more out of him over there, honestly. But um, yeah, he's back here in WWE, uh, showing up on Monday Night Raw. So it looks like he's going to be the Miz's new muscle. They're going to go up against... Um, uh, Gargano and Loomis, but well, my wife, my uh, well, my wife and I were talking about. It's like I think they're clearly waiting for um, what's his face, Gargano, and then um, Champa to come back from injury. I imagine that Champa is nearing uh, his return, so then you can have Dexter Loomis and Gargano versus Champa in the Miz, or when Champa comes back. I don't know. Regardless, all I want is at some point we got to get Champa back into it with Gargano. Again, I've said this on a, quite a few episodes now, but uh, I want them rather to bring DIY back, make them tag team uh, again, or just get them back in a rivalry because those two in the ring is magic. It's some of my favorite stuff. I just, I just need, I need it. I need it. Okay, but Bronson Reed, he's a big guy. He's, uh, I could see him doing some cool things. He's, I, I like Bronson. It's just, he, he just hasn't been landing on a consistent spot. Hasn't really been around uh doing a lot of programs i don't know he's been a little hard to read over the last year uh tr trying to find his way by the looks of it so again he's back here in wwe so welcome back uh, i prefer your name being bronson reed instead of jonah whatever the fuck it was but interesting interesting moving on now we got aj styles versus Sami Zayn. AJ with a lovely backflip DDT. Uh, I mean, Jesus, man. He makes that look so absolutely, f like, so easy. It's it's insane, man. i got to give him a thumbs up on that. Just so flawless. Calf Crusher locked in by AJ. Sammy uses his own hand to prevent himself from tapping out. But um, honestly, it looked like he tapped out to me. But a unique way to prevent himself from tapping, I guess. Solo Sokoa walks through the crowd. He gives the Samoan spike to AJ Styles while the ref is distracted. Very distracted refs this week. Sammy hits the blue Thunderbomb, pins, and wins against AJ Styles. Damn. Um, a, I, have, I don't think I've ever seen him, uh, Sammy Zayn win with a blue Thunderbomb. It's been a minute. And he beats AJ Styles. So, uh, fuck yeah. Sammy Zayn, that's awesome. Very solid match. I was hoping for no Gaga. You know, out of Gaga, out of Gaga. But, uh, I don't know, we got we got uh, none until the end of the match, but predictably it was going to be there. Uh, I, it, it could be, like, I don't know, like, AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn. Oh, 
should be so much better than than this but it's a lot of storyline stuff going on so understandable moving on we got the hometown boy seth freaking rollins man seth says mondays don't belong to roman reigns they belong to seth freaking i agree i agree with that austin theory arrives seth makes sure that we know who sucks theory sucks uh that was that was absolutely hilarious thumbs up for that seth and theory have a great back and forth thumbs up seth explodes he wants a title shot but the usos are lurking about theory ditches seth and leaves them all alone in the ring usos beat down seth but then kevin owens comes down for the save you smell that you smell that everybody yup it's a tag team match later on tonight though now we got Bailey with damage control versus Becky Lynch. Becky kicks out of the Bailey to belly. Bailey with her feet on the ropes. Ref catches her on that one. So there you go. We got some uh, ref awareness. Damage control saves Bailey, but then they get ejected. All right. Bailey smacks Lynch with the monitor while the ref is distracted. God damn it, more distractions. And she picks up the big W right here. I mean, it was a good match. Bailey and Becky. They got a long history, of, and uh, they got great chemistry. Obviously, uh, two members of the four horsewomen right here. So, uh, yeah, the chemistry's there. Almost guaranteed to have a good match. They have one here tonight. Seven out of ten. Seth and Kevin Owens have a funny segment backstage. Kevin Owens reminding Seth why they why they stopped being a team because uh he tried to steal his mania match way back in the day and uh that's just a really funny segment backstage and uh i enjoyed it thumbs up now we got the main event tag team match player the usos versus seth rollins and kevin owens so uh solo comes in walking through the crowd again but he's stopped by gallows and anderson they brawl all right moving on from that seth dives taking them all out Theory smacks Seth in the head with the belt out of nowhere. Counterfest by KO and Jimmy. KO hits... Wait, sorry. Counterfest by Kevin Owens and Jimmy. Kevin Owens hits the pop-up powerbomb for the W. Match was alright. Sammy looks to jump Kevin Owens, but Kevin is ready for him. Sammy retreats for today, so... Uh, they're still teasing these guys going to fight at some point, but they're still kind of buddy-buddy, so it's uh, they're holding back. Now, so the show was pretty mad this week, honestly. Had lots of potential with the card. Like, had a lot of really good-sounding matches on paper that I just don't think a lot of them really delivered. Best thing was probably Alexa and the Bianca segment. I really, really liked Alexa's performance in that. That was a really good job. And the Bloodline taking over was pretty decent, you know? Not too bad. Ladder match didn't do too much for me, but I will admit... My expectations for ladder matches are really fucking high, man. I, I love ladder matches. I've seen damn near every every WWE ladder match, and yeah, I have some really high expectations. There's been a lot of really good ladder matches, but regardless, not too bad. Not much for matches this week. Bailey versus Lynch was good, but uh, they have had much better matches in the past. Rhea and Tazawa was was pretty entertaining, pretty entertaining match, must say. Uh, not that interested in the OC getting involved with anything. They're just, I find them really boring. Uh, the show was kind of meh, five and a half out of ten. I would say you can skip Raw this week if if you want to, if you're so obliged. Now let's move on to NXT 2.0. We're starting out with Carmelo Hayes versus Axiom. Ooh, I like the sounds of that. 
Mellow power bombs, Axiom. Shoulders are down, but the ref doesn't count for some reason. I don't know what that was. Miscommunication. Shoulders were clearly down. Ref just doesn't count. Whatever. Moving on. Extremely impressive rope work from both men here. Axiom hits a Hurricanrana. Just ridiculous. Thumbs up. Trick interferes with Axiom. Mellow takes advantage. Picks up the W. Very good match, man. Wicked fast pace. Uh, both showing off their awesome high-flying abilities, man. I mean, jeez. I've already gushed about Axiom, but you put the right uh, opponent in there with Carmelo, and uh, he goes, man. He can really go. Very impressive. Really like the chemistry of Melo and Axiom. I think, um, yeah, let's ditch the Gaga from Trick Williams on the outside, and we can have a really great match here in the future, but... I thought tonight's, uh, this match here was very good. 7.5 out of 10. Axiom with a moonsault on Trick. Hell yeah. Uh, you go Axiom. Uh, I'm, Axiom's really starting to grow on me. His mic skills still suck, but uh, in the ring, man, he is ridiculous. Grayson Waller calls out Braun Breaker for a title match tonight. He calls Braun a bitch. And uh, yeah, and he's off. Very nice. Uh, nice stuff. Just quick little chirp right there. Good stuff. The Don with Stacks backstage. The Don has acquired a North American title match for next week against Wes Lee. All right, sounds good. Nikita Lyons versus Zoe Starks. Lyons jumping Starks before the bell. They brawl. Zoe hits a very, very loud super kick, but I don't know. The sound didn't match up with the impact, so I don't know if there was something wrong with my. I rewatched it like three times, and I don't know. She just fucked up the the leg slap right there. It just looked really weird, but it was loud as hell. Zoe rolls up Lions, grabs the ropes, and wins the match. Quick brawl, solid match. Really like this rivalry. Looking, f uh, looking for it to go to the next level, though. There, let's get like a no DQ grudge match going next. I mean, uh, falls count anywhere, something like that. These two are clearly in a grudge match, but in terms of who should come out of of this one, I mean, if uh, in a perfect world we get we get a way where both these women look great coming out of this, because I think both of these ladies are fantastic. Nikita Lyons appears to have the, I've said this before, more uh, higher ceiling potential, but I think Zoe Starks right now is the better talent overall. But yeah, I like this rivalry. It's really good stuff. Cora Jade gets jumped backstage by Wendy Chu as their rivalry continues to uh, get heated up. Kiana James and Hot Friend, I just, I don't know her name, so I'm just going to refer, refer to her as Hot Friend. They visit Henley at her bar. She says a bunch of smart bank stuff that I don't care about. Henley calls her a bitch. I, I can understand that. Henley challenges her to a match. If Henley wins, Kiana leaves the bar alone. If Kiana wins, she gets the bar for free. Oh, shit. Pretty good stakes right there. I like the sounds of that. Uh, all right. Finally, they're going to fight for the bar. Been waiting for this for a long time. I feel like this has been going on for a little bit too long. But all right. It's finally announced. Would have been awesome if it was a ladder match or something, like if they were fighting for the contract, but I don't know. I guess they just had the ladder matches. I never get sick of them. I can I love ladder matches. A decent segment, not too bad. Now we got a triple threat tag team match. <sighs> Toxic Attraction versus Paxley and Nile, Carter and Chance. This is for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Oh buddy, let's go. Chance does an awesome springboard her Karana. I mean, that was wicked. Thumbs up. Jane tells Carter to suck it with the crotch chop. I mean, that made me giggle. I'm going to give her a thumbs up. Well done. Ivy locks in a choke on Carter. Carter uses the ropes to counter into a roll-up roll pin and a victory here. The champions retain their titles. Impressive victory right here. I mean, 
the the stacks the the odds are stacked stacked up against them in a triple threat but they pull it off very good match a little short but all the teams looking good the newer team of ivy and paxley looked like they belonged here good performance from them really like toxic attraction man they're they're stiff talking trash crotch chops i mean come on there's a lot to love with toxic attraction and the champs with another impressive performance here i really enjoyed the match seven and a half at it then now booker t interviews the new nxt women's champion roxanne perez seriously this was a very good segment you know teacher congratulating his student good job from perez clearly talking from the heart uh, very well delivered promo right here and uh, just an enjoyable relationship between her and booker t so thumbs up paulo cruz delivers a very scripted promo about still being in contention for the nxt championship i i disagree and so does carmelo hayes he comes out he claims he's ahead of cruz i agree <laughs> they trash talk then cruz challenges Mello to a match whenever wherever however and whatever I like the idea of Mello versus Breaker. I think uh, Carmelo has he, you know, he's done his North American thing. He's he's done a lot with those guys. I I'm down with him fighting uh, Braun Breaker. I think that could be a really good uh, combination. You got Carmelo Hayes, high flyer. You got Braun Breaker, the athletic big man. It it should work on paper, right? So yeah, I'm down with with uh, seeing that in the future. Uh, I, I was a little let down with the Apollo Cruz thing. Not sure if they're meshing here, so. I wouldn't be I would not be upset if they move on from Apollo Cruz, but chances are we're moving into possibly a triple threat here, which is also good. They uh yeah, that'll be good too. Now we got the new day. They give pretty deadly a new task to complete this week, and if they do, they will be given a shot at the titles. Really like this idea. I didn't write down what the fucking task was because I'm a moron, but I really like this idea. Pretty deadly. They're running with it. They're hilarious. New Day, hilarious. Love the chemistry. New Day is going to do a lot of great things for the NXT Tag Team Division, and man, they're already off to a great start. Good stuff. Thumbs up if I didn't say so already. Ah, Anofi, Blade, and Odyssey Jones get into a disagreement with Schism. This is meh. Moving on. Indy Hartwell versus Electra Lopez. Oh, God. I gotta say it again, I love Electra Lopez's entrance music, it's so fucking catchy, thumbs up. Lopez grabs the brass knuckles that she had hidden away in the turnbuckle, I have no idea how she got those in there, but she did. Uh, She delivers the lightest brass knuckle punch I've ever seen in my life. Uh, She picks up the victory here, match was meh, I enjoyed the entrance music uh, more than the match, I must say. If you you haven't heard uh, Electra Lopez's entrance Give it a listen. It's very, very catchy. Sol Ruka is set to fight Alba Fire, but Fire is attacked by Isla Dan as more beef is added to their rivalry. Aw, oh, dang. I would have I would have liked that match. Sol Ruka versus Alba Fire. That'd be good. Dang. Anyway, Chase U. Everyone is giving Mr. Chase presents. He receives a fruitcake. He loses his fucking mind. Hilarious. Thumbs up. Duke gets him a uh, Duke gets him a lovely best professor plaque, but he has this evil look in his eye. I fucking knew it, man. Duke is up to no good. Don't trust him, Mr. Chase. This guy, he fucking smells. Like, I don't trust you, Duke. Briggs and Jensen they are interviewed about their upco- upcoming title match. Kiana James shows up. Henley tells her to beat it, but Kiana wishes Jensen good luck as she continues to successfully butter him up. Oh yeah, baby. We got Hank Walker. 
Hank Walker, the everyman, baby. He speaks with Drew Gulak, okay? Walker looking for some advice here. Drew invites him to a seminar next week. Oh, buddy, if there's not a fucking PowerPoint at that seminar, Gulak, I swear to God, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you through 87 tables. We got a tag team match: Briggs and Jensen with Henley versus the New Day for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Kofi with a wicked loud five star to Jensen's back. Woo! Kofi is giggling about it. He was just oh so funny right there. Thumbs up. Kiana and Hot Friend are shown watching in the front row. Briggs catches Kofi off. Uh, uh, sorry, Briggs catches Kofi off at the dive. He ragdolls Kofi, and then he does the same thing to Woods. That was pretty awesome. Thumbs up for that. Briggs, the big boy, with a moonsault of all damn things on Kofi, damn near squishes Kofi's head. I was that fucking scared the shit out of me. Kofi then hits a gorgeous poison rana on Briggs. I mean, holy crap, dude! Thumbs up. Then Kofi hits Trouble in Paradise. Woods with the elbow drop off of the top. And the New Day retain their titles. Oh, buddy. Yeah, that was a very good match. Briggs and Jensen with, I would have to say, their best performance to date. Good high spots. Could have used an extra near fall. Maybe two, I feel. But regardless, crowd was loving this match. And I really liked it as well. Seven and a half. Out of ten. Uh, Kiana James and Hot Friend, they don't do anything. No shenanigans. They just watch the match politely and enjoy themselves. All right, plot twist. Briggs, Jensen, and New Day shake hands. Nice show of respect from both teams right there. And, uh, yeah, very nice. Now, speaking of very nice, we got Grayson Waller. He calls out Braun Breaker. He wants his title shot right meow. Waller calls Breaker a coward and so on. He is interrupted by a very pissed off Braun Breaker. Braun hits the ring, nails Waller with a spear, but Breaker is knocked the fuck out. What the hell happened? Waller shows he was wearing a vest. Oh, that sneaky bastard. It knocked out Braun Breaker. Unreal. Waller, uh, really cool spot right there, I guess. Thumbs up. Waller trips an out cold Breaker and holds up the NXT Championship. Are we gonna see... Grayson Waller is NXT champion. I don't know if he's quite there yet, but eh, I wouldn't hate it. Uh, show starts with a bang and ends with one as well. Enjoyable show throughout. Two title matches on the show. Both were very good. Really like the Lions and uh, Starks rivalry. The Kiana Henley saga finally moving on to its conclusion. Looks like a good payoff incoming right there. Uh, a good start with the new champion, Perez Really good interview right there with Booker T. Great performance from both of them, honestly. Only a minor appearance from Schism this week. So, yeah, I mean, lots to like. Very good show from NXT this week. Good job. Seven and a half. Add it then. Okay, let's go to motherfucking, motherfucking, where is it? Where is it? Come on, I'll find I got so many notes, dude. Oh, my God, there it is. Freaking dynamite, yeah. AEW Dynamite, they are in San Antonio, still in Texas, I'm fine with that, show kicks off with Ricky Stocks, with a promo, he says he's gonna climb the mountain again, and beat MJF, Jericho Appreciation Society interrupts, Chris and Ricky go at it on the mic, Ricky with some real nice digs at Jericho, man, uh, thumbs up, Starks still ain't gonna join with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Ricky calls JAS a bunch of jobbers, and oh dear, that crossed the line. 
Haggard or um yeah, Haggard blasts Ricky from behind. Jericho Appreciation Society beat down Starks in the ring, and then here he comes, baby. Action and Dreddy. Woo! He runs down for the save. Hell yeah. Now he doesn't get the response that he got last week, but um still good to see him already. Now we got match five of the best of seven trio series, the Elite versus Death Triangle. This time around, this match is no DQ, no rules, no nothing. So let's dig into it. Brandon Cutler dressed as an elf. He sprays Death Triangle. Death Triangle's manager dude. I have no idea what the hell his name was, but funny little spot right there. Thumbs up. Omega takes a trash can to the yam bags. Penta, <laughs> he goes up to the top of the freaking <laughs> of the of the stage, and there's a Christmas tree up there. And oh my god, dude, he struggles so much with this Christmas tree. It's falling, it falls apart into like freaking pieces. Taz is absolutely beside himself on commentary. Man, he is laughing so hard. I'm laughing. This is hilarious thumbs up the elite tossed into the unforgiving artificial pine needles of the christmas tree oh oh the humanity thumbs up kenny brings out the barbed wire broomstick he smacks ray phoenix with it ouch that that definitely hurts everybody getting fucking all tangled up with the barbed wire too ray phoenix bonks kenny in the head with the hammer but omega kicks out of that Bucks hit the Meltzer driver on the steel chair and the Elite pick up the must win here making the series 3 to 2 the Death Triangle still holds the lead here another very good match in the series the struggle with the Christmas tree bro oh my goodness that was fucking hilarious Taz like normally he holds himself together quite well when he's on dynamite now when it comes to rampage dark elevation Gloves are off. Taz will he will say whatever. He will just laugh and have a great time. It's amazing. And in the in this particular episode of Dynamite, he could not contain himself. The Christmas tree was too much. Fucking hilarious. I love you, Taz, so much. You're one of my favorites. All time. All time. Alright, moving on. Uh, where were we? Uh series another very good match uh, barbed wire spots were pretty damn brutal i must say uh like i said they were getting it was getting tangled in with everybody seven and a half out of ten just another very good match from these guys as expected action andretti he's getting interviewed by an extremely pissed off looking tony shivani don't know who's shitting his cheerios that morning but he is he's got a sour puss grin on or sour puss grimace on his face J-A-S say action. You're on fire. Then out of nowhere, a fireball hits Action Andretti. Oh, no. It's the wizard. No, not the Chris Jericho wizard. That's the worst. Their rivalry is starting to heat up. Oh, yeah. I said it. I went there. Brian Danielson is interviewed in the ring. Brian talking about his love of William Regal. He calls out MJF for injuring his mentor. But then... Ethan Page and Stokely Hathaway, they come out and say they're next in line. Uh, Excuse me. Ethan tries to explain why he called him Vegetable Man. But the crowd is booing too much. They're booing him so much he can barely get a word out. They're they're booing the bejesus out of him. Danielson wants a match tonight, but Page won't take his pants off. So maybe next week. Um, Yeah, wow, that was entertaining. Really good heel work from Ethan Page right here. Uh, The Vegetable Man thing, fucking hilarious. Uh, Thumbs up all around. I like Ethan Page, man. I think he 
maybe one of the most, if not the most underrated guy on the roster. I think he's just really talented. He just, he's good in the ring. He's funny as hell, good on the mic. I like Ethan Page. And we got John Moxley. He delivers a good promo as always. Uh, he's going to deliver a lot of season beatings this week. So I uh, look forward to that. Samoa Joe now, he's dressed very, very nicely. Gives us a lovely Christmas message, but then Joe gets dark. He starts talk, talking about Wardlow, and uh, yeah, he's not too happy about Wardlow. I'm absolutely loving Samoa Joe right now. I'm so happy that he's just, I don't know, he seems very, very focused. I, I'm loving Samoa Joe. Good job, buddy. Thumbs up. Now we got Hook versus Exodus Prime, the actual brother of Optimus Prime. Uh, Hook chokes out Prime in no time. Absolute squash match right here. Meh. But um, Big Bill, he's shown choke slamming Jungle Boy in a dumpster. Hook doesn't really care all that much. And moving on. John Moxley now versus Darius Martin. Mox bitch slaps Darius so hard he thought he was Dante for a second. <laughs> That's good. Mox casually suplexes Darius on the concrete floor. Not a big deal. Mox stomping the bejesus out of Darius' skull. I mean, have mercy, he's already dead. Darius shows some fight, but Moxley's just way too much. Way, way out of his league, but uh, yeah. Darius, good try, buddy. Solid match, nice and snug as always from John Moxley. Darius with some cool offense in there, but I would have to say Dante is just way, way more entertaining in the ring. Uh, I like him a lot more. And we got the guns, Austin and Colt versus FTR. FTR are really banged up here from all the gruesome matches they've been having recently. They're all taped up and just beaten down. The Guns steal a victory here from FTR with a good, uh, with a roll up and holding onto the ropes. So they cheat to win. Good match, good booking. Um, having the Guns here picking up a win over a weakened FTR, uh, real a big win for the Guns. I mean that that'll go a long way for them. And FTR, you know, understandably losing a match. Really good booking. It's smart stuff. Guns are entertaining for sure, man. Oh my god, they're are they ever fun to watch with their over-the-top selling? It's just it's it's ridiculous. Seven out of ten. Good match. Now we got Sanjay Dutt and their that whole crew. They're doing some very weird imitation rap of the acclaimed. And and honestly, it sounded like Caster for a second, but then I looked up and saw it was Sanjay Dutt and like, what the fuck is going on right here? Uh pretty funny spot right here, though. I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up. Alright, I'll give it a thumbs up. Okay, here's yeah, we got some weird weird ass segment right here. Okay, let's get into this. Rick Ross is here. All right, uh, I'm still not a hundred percent sure who Rick Ross is. I believe he is some sort of musical artist. Uh, anyway, Keith Lee is welcome to the ring, and then Swerve comes out too. Boo! Rick Ross calls Lee a big motherfucker. Literally just dropping an f bomb on live TV. And Keith Lee's face is absolutely priceless. He's like, oh, fuck, we're going to get in trouble for that one. Thumbs up. Swerve warns Keith to watch his back. And then Parker Boudreau attacks Lee, but Lee shrugs off that attack. But then a bigger man attacks Keith Lee. It's a, it's a bit more effective. Lee gets overwhelmed and beaten down. Lee is then placed on a steel on the steel steps. They, get, they put a cinder block on him. Uh, put it on his chest and then swerve off of the top rope stomps on the block crushing it into his chest pretty sweet spot okay i don't think i've ever seen that one before uh i'll give it a thumbs up it was pretty cool 
and then Rick Ross, Rick Ross the whole time, man, he's just yelling random shit, I, I don't know what he's, I don't know what the hell's going on, he's swearing, he's probably driving Tony Khan absolutely fucking insane in the back, man, he's dropping all these swears, it's fucking hilarious, thumbs up if I didn't say that, alright baby, oh buddy, here we go, I've been looking forward to this one all week, main event, Hikaru Shida versus Jamie Hayter, baby, with Britain Rebel, obviously, but this is for the AEW Women's Championship. This is Hayter's first title defense. Let's see how she does. Hayter snap mares Shida onto the apron, off of the top rope. Fucking ouch. Shida takes a gnarly bump to her back, man. I, I just look gruesome. Shida then gives Hayter a suplex off the apron onto the floor. Just another hard landing on the back from for both ladies here. Hater kicks off, kicks out of the knee strike two times. Then Sheeta kicking out of the lariat. Crazy fucking near falls here. Thumbs up. Britain Rebel causing a distraction. The ref is occupied with Rebel for a very, very long time. We're talking like upwards to a minute here. This is a long ass distraction. Hater off of the counter with an insane deadlift powerbomb. I, fuck, I'm blown away at this point. Hater hits two more lariats to finally put down Sheeta and. Oh my god, man. Wow. That is an instant classic. Unbelievable match, man. Like, vicious brawl out of the gate. So many stiff shots. And then, dude, the ramp up in this match. Like, it didn't start out slow. It started out, like, not with a lot of highlight action. Just a lot of fucking stiff punches and and just offense like that. But then, like, the big offenses started coming in. The near falls, the finishers, the kickouts, interference, storyline. Oh, fucking ramping up to an amazing finish just fucking chef's kiss right there absolutely incredible performance from Sheeta and jamie hater this is a nine and a half at it then this is a match of the year candidate without question oh my goodness britain rebel beat down Sheeta after the match but soraya uh, runs down for the save and the show ends oh 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 my heart is still pounding from the match so good fucking great show this week i was looking forward to that main event match all week and it beyond delivered man holy shit what a performance ricky starks continues to rise ethan page looks like he's starting to move up a bit in the roster which is great samoa joe continues to find his stride another good match in the trio series with death triangle in the elite action andretti just 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 being here jericho appreciation society so much more about this show man and then the main event i mean come on best match i think i've seen this year it's a it's an absolute must watch uh in terms of women wrestling this might be the best women's match i've ever seen in my like so freaking stiff i knew these two were going to be able to put on a, a fucking great match but this is an instant classic in my books i loved it aew you're absolutely crushing it right now I mean, giving them the main event spot, rightfully so. I mean, there's they tick so many boxes, man. AEW crushing it. Eight and a half out of ten. Fucking phenomenal dynamite. What a main event, man. I am gushing. Freaking haters gonna hate, baby. Haters gonna hate. But Jamie Hater is the fucking queen of women's wrestling right now. I fucking mark it. All right. And let's swing over to Friday Night SmackDown. They are in... Um they're in a uh, location unknown because they didn't write it down, but they are starting off with Roman Reigns. He's out with the Bloodline and Paul Heyman. So Paul Heyman, he's out there doing his hype up stuff. It's always good. 
Roman says smash, and then Sammy gets on the mic. Crowd likes this. I also like it. Sammy is sick of Kevin Owens being attached to him. He's flipping out. Roman is giggling in the background. Just loving life, man. It's, um... <laughs> I don't know if he's, like, actually... Like, I, I can't tell if it's acting or if it's legitimately... He's just fucking losing his mind back there. It was funny, but not that funny. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, it was a fun way to call out Kevin Owens and John Cena. So, John Cena will be here next week. I can't wait. Cena Claus. Thumbs up. Should be a very interesting match match next week. See how uh, John Cena is. He hasn't had a match in about in almost a year. So, more than likely going to be very rusty. And uh, Kevin Owens is going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting. But uh, I still... I, I just want to see John Cena. It'll be fun. Now, we got the Usos with Sami Zayn versus Hit Row. This is for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. Hit Row won a triple threat tag match somehow last week against Viking Raiders and uh, another team that's better than Hit Row and top dollar with one of the worst botches I've seen all year. Regardless, let's see if they can um, rebound and maybe win a championship. Oh, I doubt it, but we'll see. Top dollar can't lift up both of the Usos because he's too... Hurt and embarrassed, I guess, from last week's botch. Usos take advantage, pin, and retain their titles. Yeah. Not an eye-catching performance at all from Hit Row. You know, this could have been an, uh, 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 what do you, what do you call it? A, 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 a performance that you will remember? I don't know. Fucking, they didn't do that, though. But still, I have no idea why they're here. No idea why it wasn't Viking Raiders or any, anything like that. Like, I, I was shocked that it was Hit Row to come out of that triple threat with the win. Mediocre match. Usos in control for most of it. Yeah, not much to go on here. Now we got a gauntlet match. Uh, with a lot of women, so, um, yeah, let's just dive into it, so, uh, this gauntlet match is starting with Emma, the, literally the most boring person ever, versus Zia Lee, so the winner of this is going to get a title shot at Ronda Rousey, got a spin kick from Zia Lee, and Emma is out already, hooray, that's good, Tegan Knox is up next, Zia Lee hits her with a head kick, Tegan is out, now we got Rodriguez is up next. She takes out Zaya Lee. Rodriguez is still wearing her arm brace thing, so still dealing with an injury. So Lee is out, and then Liv Morgan comes in. She's up next. She comes in. She is a house of fire. She, they have a good little bit of a back and forth. Uh, Liv tries her best. Liv and Raquel have a pretty all right back and forth. Not too bad. Um, Rodriguez hits a power bomb on Morgan. She's out of here. Now it's Sonya Deville's turn. She is up last, but Raquel takes her out as well. And she wins the gauntlet match. Uh, yeah, not not too bad. I mean, again, they don't really do a good job at making like anyone look like a star out of this. I mean, they did their best with Raquel, but yeah, it was kind of quick, kind of fast, but we're not done yet. So Ronda comes out. She says, oh, hell no, you ain't done yet. You got one more opponent. And it's Shayna Baszler, who didn't see this one coming. <laughs> so Shayna runs down. She rips apart Raquel's arm brace thingy. She celebrates, but the match ain't over yet. So Recre uh, Rodriguez catches her in a roll-up, pins, and wins it for real this time. I swear, that's it. Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey at some point. Uh, yeah, the match was okay. Felt like Zia Lee had her moment there at the beginning. I like Zia Lee, but they don't know what the hell to do with her. And apparently, virtually anybody on the women's uh, SmackDown women's roster right now. But um, yeah, Rodriguez looked pretty good coming out of this. The crowd was like, I don't know, they weren't too into anything, honestly. They got a little bit excited for Liv Morgan. A little bit excited for Rodriguez winning. Yeah, man. Like, again, 
I just the the SmackDown women's division has just kind of been floundering and uh, continues to. So uh, we'll see if Raquel can be a decent opponent for Ronda. I've I've stated before I'm I'm not huge on Raquel because she just doesn't really have much of a gimmick going on. I think she's fine in the ring, but got to get something going with this women's division. It's driving me nuts. Speaking of driving me nuts, we got Bray Wyatt. He takes 42 minutes to make his entrance to the ring. Yes, it is cool, but holy crap. <laughs> Bray leaves uh, LA Knight. Sorry, Bray wants LA Knight to apologize for being mean to him last week. Bray claims he ain't Uncle Howdy, then loses his train of thought. Okay. Bray acts weird, then uh, attacks the cameraman with a mandible claw. The brass runs down as they make their weekly appearance, and again, it just the segment ends. They use a commercial break, so I mean, that's yeah, that's a way to end it. But again, they still don't know how to end these Bray Wyatt segments with uh, without it being weird. Moving on, we got Rey Mysterio versus Angel Garza. Karrion Cross is in the crowd; he's watching the match. Good to see Angel is still ripping his pants off. That's kind of been his gimmick ever since, and my wife loves it. I like it; it's funny. Rey Mysterio picks up the victory here, obviously. It was a solid match. Always amazed to see Rey Mysterio in the ring, man. Like, just the stuff that he can still do at his age. I, I, It's always good. Always good to see. Now we got Emma. She's getting into it with Scarlet backstage. Emma slaps her in the face. Karrion steps in, warns Emma that uh, that the shit basically just hit the fans. So, um, I guess Emma's going to get into it, into it with Scarlet. Don't like either of these women, honestly. So, not really looking forward to this or care. Now we move on to the Miracle on 34th Street fight. We got Ricochet and Braun Strowman versus Imperium. So, oh yeah, baby. we got You got to have yourselves a Christmas-themed freaking street fight. And uh, I, I appreciate the name. Miracle on 34th Street fight, that's good shit. Thumbs up for that. Giovanni, he is wrecking Ricochet with a candy candy cane kendo stick thing. But he's like very clearly just smacking the ground. It is what it is. Braun clocks Vinci with a clean punch to the mush. They replay it in slow-mo, full slow-mo. Yes, he he punched him straight up in the face. That that can't feel good from a guy the size of Braun Strowman. We got, um, we got blood. Holy crap, Giovanni is busted open over the eye, rather from a punch uh, from Braun there, or those evil artificial pine needles on the Christmas trees. I don't know, I don't care, but it's nice to see blood in the WWE. Such a rare treat. Braun blasts Kaiser through a table. That's a thumbs up. Imperium opening some massive Christmas presents that are on the stage. One has a freaking ballerina in there, and she just dances her way right off of the stage. That Really random, but all right. Who's in the other present? Well, this one contains the New Day. They are dressed up as toy soldiers. They move around like toy soldiers, and yeah, it was pretty entertaining. They dance around Braun. Braun awakens the destroyed... In- oh, sorry. They dance around Braun. Braun awakens. He destroys Imperium. Ricochet is out cold. Braun awakens him with some mistletoe. He gets a kiss from... I don't remember who, but he gets a kiss. He wakes up. Ricochet goes absolutely Super Saiyan mode. Braun, with the power slam, gives Ricochet a boost off of his shoulders. Jumps off of him for the big slam. Pin and win. Ricochet and Braun Strowman. There you go. Fun Christmas themed street fight. I mean, Michael Cole was just fucking loving it. I gotta give him a thumbs up for that. Ricochet and Braun would honestly, I think they would make a great tag team. I, I would like that pairing, the big man and the absolutely fucking ridiculous high flying guy. 
good use of all the goodies around the ring. You know, you got the we even got the Christmas blood. So yeah, there's a lot to like with this match. I thought it was very good, very entertaining, Christmas themed, well done. Good calls on commentary from Michael Cole. Seven and a half out of ten. Um, yeah, that's 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 the show. Overall, I thought it was a mediocre SmackDown this week, but um, with a really good finish. The finish really like. Yeah, it really put me in the good mood for Christmas, and yeah, Sammy was great in the opening segment. Emma, I don't know, man, she just sucks. I do not like her at all, never have. Gauntlet match was all right, making Raquel looking pretty decent, I would say, you know, could have done better. Bray segment was boring. I was happy to see Rey Mysterio. I'm always happy to see Rey Mysterio. And the main event was well done, man. It was a lot of fun. Like I said, left me with a smile. And uh, the match was quite good, too. So I thought it was a fine show overall. I'll give it a 6 out of 10. And let's move into Rampage, the final show of the week. So this one starts out with the trios Royale for $300,000. So they're going to have a whole bunch of of trios tag teams in this match and they're having a fucking basically a royal rumble there's uh there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen i'll warn you so i did my best with the notes that i took it's it's a lot of notes and it was a fairly it's it was basically the whole rampage was this trios match so let's dive into it of course roosh in the match he grabs the extension cord yet again i swear to god this guy every i don't think he's missed a week now in like months without choking someone out with the freaking extension cord it's it's hilarious my, it's become a joke now with my wife and i like i i lose my mind every time he grabs it my wife just freaking ah you're so funny that's why i love you so much she doesn't actually say that but in my mind that's what she's saying anyway Ah, uh, he's choking out Orange Cassidy with it. Dark Order beat the bejesus out of Vance because they hate him. Uh, we got a new team of Luther and Helico, and I don't know what the fuck this guy's name is. Is it Callistico or Serpentico? Are they the same guy? Is it two different people? I don't know. So for now, he's Callistico Serpentico because I don't know who it was. Uh, I do like, though, when Luther uses Callistico slash Serpentico as a weapon. That was entertaining. Gonna give that a thumbs up. Now we got Smart Smart Mark. He trips the crowd calling their wives a bunch of cows and no one will ever love them. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Gotta give that a thumbs up. Um, Tony Nice gets launched by Darius Martin into a group of bodies on the outside. That was, not, that was probably the best elimination of the match. Thumbs up. Claudio and Roosh go shot for shot, but Claudio gets the better of Roosh. He gets eliminated. And it comes down to top flight and Moxley and Claudio. So okay, uh, pretty. I, I like as you if you might know. I've been talking up top flight for a little bit here, and I, I've been wanting them to get their due. So them being in the finals here, that's that's really good. Let's see if they can win it. Moxley loses it. He dives off the top rope. Wait, pardon, I missed a part. Hangman runs down. Adam Page. He starts fighting with Moxley as their feud keeps going on and on. Moxley gets eliminated and all the ruckus. Moxley loses it. He dives off the top rope onto Adam Page. It's freaking carnage. Claudio lifts both Darius and Dante up at the same time, but he can't get the elimination. The Martin Bros work their asses off to finally eliminate Claudio. And Top Flight plus AR Fox win the money. So they're going to split 300 Gs between the three of them. Merry Christmas. AEW really showing off the trio's depth, man. I couldn't believe how many teams were displayed. It's just ridiculous. I mean, WWE maybe has one-third of the of the amount of trios teams. And wow, AEW, just the, the depth. 
Okay, where are we? Really happy that Top Flight picked up the huge win here. The match was fun. A bit too many cooks in the kitchen. I mean, there was like fucking 30 freaking teams out there, but... Holy, the ending with Claudio Moxley and Top Flight was really good, well done. I thought the match was really good. I, I, I'm always down with a good Battle Royale. There's some good moments in there. There's a lot to uh, try and take in, a lot of people in there, but I thought it was still good. Seven and a half, at it then. We got Eddie Kingston. He comes to the ring with Ortiz. He calls out House of, House of Black, tells them to get their creepy shit over and done with so they could fight. House of Black appears on screen. Malachi says weird stuff, and then they disappear. Eddie and Ortiz are confused, so no fight this week. Oh. Now we got Danny Garcia and Sammy Guevara. They're being interviewed. Garcia hates everything about Sammy, as do I. And uh, yeah, hell yeah for, for Danny Garcia right there. Um, did we just become best friends, Danny? I just send me send me uh, an email if you'd like. Sammy offers Danny a hug. They feel each other. It's uh, and it's truly an awkward bromant. <laughs> it, it was pretty entertaining. You got Jade Cargill. She's having a match. She's out there with the baddies. She's fighting. I. Vervixen, I think her name was. I have no idea. Doesn't really matter. Jade destroys her in short order. Typical Jade squash match moving on. It is now time for our main event. We got daddy ass freaking Billy Gunn, baby. Anthony Bowens with Max Caster, who is injured. Versus Double J and Jay Lethal. They're out there with Sanjay Dutton, the giant monster sing guy. Got a good rap from Caster at the beginning. Thumbs up for that. I swear I am back in 1996 right now just watching Double J and Billy Gunn fighting in the ring. And it's crazy that they both look just as good as they did like that night as they did back in 1996. Billy Gunn looking bigger than ever. He's just in insanely good shape. Uh, crowd hating on Double J. He gives them a crotch chop. They, they just love that. Dutt sneaks in, hits a low blow on Daddy Ass, a lethal injection, and Jay Lethal, Double J, Jeff Jared, pick up the win here. Pretty solid tag match. Uh, lots of shenanigans, but Double J and Daddy Ass still got it, baby. They're, I don't know how old they are. They're in their 50s, and yeah, still looking good. Solid show. Lots of time given, like I said, to that opening trio, trio's Royale match. Given there were a lot of people in that match, it does make a lot of sense. So it was well done, so I, I'm not complaining. Uh, I want to see Eddie and Ortiz fight House of Black. That's going to be an absolute... Oh my goodness, that's going to be horrifying. I, regardless, I just want to see Brody King, man. I, I miss him. I want to see him destroy people with his viciousness. It's amazing. Jade shows us that she is still around uh, with a, yet another squash match. And the main event was fine. You know, just kind of It's a couple older guys, so you're not going to get a barn burner. It's not going to be like Darby Allen and freaking... Uh, well, Sting's like the oldest guy on the roster, and he's still doing some of the sickest bumps in the business right now, but I digress. The show was fine. Six out of ten. Uh, let's go to the three stars of the week, baby. Let's start out with a couple of shout-outs before we get into it. So we're going to shout-out uh, Briggs and Jensen versus The New Day on NXT. That was a good match. Really like what they're doing with uh, New Day uh, Excuse me, on NXT. Love their fit down there. It's going to be, I think it's a match made in heaven. What took them so long? Uh, another shout out for Carmelo Hayes versus Axiom, the opener of NXT. That was a really good match uh, with two really talented guys in the ring with some really good chemistry. Just a very good match. So let's get into the three stars of the week. Third star will go to the Miracle on 34th Street Fight. Literally the, the saving grace of that SmackDown. If that match did not exist, it'd be a really rough SmackDown. So I'll give it a shout-out for that. Good Christmas theme match. Uh, no, using the weapons, you know, you got the Christmas 
fucking theme on there, so I gotta give it a shout out. Good job. Second star goes to match five of the Elite versus Death Triangle on Dynamite. This one being a no DQ, no DQ match. Guarantee it was gonna be a, a good. I was hoping for a great match. I wanted it to be a little bit better now that they had the weapons in there, but it was pretty copy and paste with the other stuff with a couple of weapon spots, but it's still really good. And then your first star, without question, obviously, is going to Hikaru Shida versus Jamie Hayter on Dynamite. I mean, match of the year contender. One of the best matches I've seen in a minute, man. Especially in terms of women matches. That might have been the best women's match I've ever seen in my life. Unbelievable. Like, if it just had some blood, maybe. I didn't even really need blood. The viciousness was well on display. They didn't need to have the blood to show how violent that match was. Stiff as hell insane like i don't know second back two two thirds of the match was insane the whole match was insane like it really what like the the beginning was just like a just a brawl they're just kicking the shit out of each other and then the last half of the match or whatever was just an insane non-stop near fall finishing kickouts i mean oh it was amazing right just the right amount of shenanigans storyline building i knew that match was going to be really good it exceeded my expectations so yeah obviously this match is getting first star of the week without question it will be making uh its its way into the conversation for match of the year uh, i'm gonna have to be like i said i think the wrestling awards will be in and around the, the wrestlemania time because that's for me that's kind of the, the the new years after wrestlemania for me so uh yeah, and then we'll do the vi- video game ones will be in a couple weeks. So I'll do my own video game awards. I'll talk about the actual video game awards tomorrow. So you can check out that episode coming out soon. And uh, yeah, that is it for the wrestling recap this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Merry freaking Christmas. I, uh, I would have said it at the beginning, but I started recording this and it wasn't Christmas. And now I'm finishing this on Christmas. So there you go. Don't feel bad for me. My Christmas was yesterday, hence why the podcast was not out yesterday. Wife and I celebrated Christmas yesterday because she has to work today on Christmas because she is a she's a battler, man. She likes to go out there and make that that Christmas money. And daddy's going to stay home and eat turkey and 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 yeah, just play video games. Have a great time but regardless hope you guys are having a great holiday thank you so much for sticking around if you're new here welcome and merry christmas to you as well or whatever uh holiday you're celebrating i just hope that you're having a good time everything's going well help help yourself to some turkey i am going to help myself to turkey pie ice cream all the fixings the trimmings gonna be amazing uh yeah dude and um yeah, we'll be talking about Video Game Awards tomorrow on the, the GX GamerCast. You can go back and check out the previous episodes on that. All that great stuff. Make sure you go over to the YouTube channel. We had two finales. So you got a, a finale on Christmas Eve and a finale on Christmas Day. So go over to the YouTube channel. Check out those. I got new series coming out, but I don't know when exactly I'm releasing them. I'm recording them now, but I think I want to rear back a little bit on YouTube and start doing every other day uploads because I think every single day uploads is a little bit oversaturating my YouTube. I think I just want people to try and catch up and uh, I don't know. So more than likely slow down a little bit with youtube we'll keep the same schedule we always do with the podcast three to four episodes per week and uh yeah for the most part i like to try and keep it on the the same days uh monday is the gamer cast wednesday hockey cast and saturday is your wrestle cast so there you go if you guys uh have any thoughts or suggestions and, and uh, thoughts on the show or anything like that hit me up on twitter you can email the podcast all that stuff is in the descriptions below 
And uh, again, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you enjoyed yourself. And again, go eat yourselves some turkey and have some pie for your boy. And I'm out of here. I'm going to go eat some of that stuff, all that good stuff myself, and fucking play The Witcher. Oh, yeah.